Here's your host, Alex Garrett. And indeed, here we are on all the different elements. YouTube, Facebook, Zoom. And uh, I, I hope you're doing well today. Because tonight, and hold on one second. Let me just see if we can get myself on the camera here. There we go. And tonight, I'm wearing Rangers 5K for a very good reason. See this Rangers 5K shirt. There we go, Rangers 5K. Because this shirt was the last time I had gotten to see one Roger Bear. Yes, that's Roger Bear and I from 2017, 2018. One of the last times I got to see him. Maybe been 19. And man, when I got the news that Roger Bear had passed away. At only the age of 80, yes, the age of 80, 41 to 21, I was, de uh, 41 to 21, 1941 to 21, I was devastated. Because that picture right there encapsulates his whole aura about him uh, in my life, in the life of so many others at the Henry Viscardi School. Because he was a man in the community. He not only brought hockey alive in New York City on the goal of game line. He was a man about town, a man in the community, right up until the very end. Do you know, just a couple months ago on Zoom, I got to see him one last time. He was on the Zoom with Brian, uh, with Bobby Nystrom and a few others from Biscardi and Biscardi alum, Mariah Sopovisa. And I got to say thank you to him. For all the years he came out to the Henry Viscardi School in Albertson, Long Island for that event called Sports Night. And for all the kindness he shared. You know, in that photo uh, at the Rangers Fun Run, let me tell you, before this picture, I had seen him. <laughs> I ran right up to him, I jumped in his arms, and I was just so excited to see him. And it's those moments like seeing him again on the zoom that you don't forget because it could be the last time sadly for anybody it could be the last time but Roger Bear's story is not just a Hall of Fame career not just part of the Rangers success not just part of the Stanley Cup run in 1972 no no Roger Bear's career is also defined by what I would say, sadly, um, tragedy. Tragedy because in 1972, well, no, no, not 1972, years before that, fans were being complete idiots and throwing debris on the ice in one of the games he was being that he played. And he his skate got caught, I think on a coin and whatnot. This was way before his success with the Rangers. And he had a spinal fusion because his spine got whacked out 
due to this debris on the ice. Fans, do not throw debris on the ice. You could see that it could end a career like it almost ended Roger Bear's career. But he wouldn't let it. But I guess there was a bone graft that went involved that was involved in the spinal fusion. And the graft actually broke. And so Roger Bear tested again. This is thanks to bi biography, by the way. You'll see them in a minute. Um He had been Sadly, he had some issues, and you'll see him with the fans here. Um, he had some issues, though, and he describes it here. The operation to repair the bone graft was successful. But as Gilbert recovered in hospital, things took a turn for the worse. I choked, and I went out. I mean, I died right there in the bed with Francis and Jennings there, the nurses, and then Blue, and there's talking, they say, he's dead, I can't find his pulse. They had about three nurses, and there was two doctors, there was about five of them in there, like, you know, working on them, I'm looking through them and around them, and I think I got even over the top of them, like, you know, and I said, you gotta keep me, you gotta save And this entire time, I swear, that I was out of my body, looking down, and I heard Francis, say after the nurse says we lost him well she says bring him back damn it he's my best player <laughs> and i'm yelling at him because you know i didn't want him to give up in any way you know you can't go anywhere you got to stay we need you we need you oh, yeah, i remember that very vividly bill james was a quiet guy he didn't say anything. i think he was scared to death i felt peace and i felt tranquility and i didn't feel pain but the fact that emil francis used the words towards the nurse by saying to her, bring him back, bring him back, he's my best player, offered me a reason to come back into my body. It's almost like an order. It's something that, you know, I've read about many times, but little did I ever think that someday I'd be a witness to that. I've heard about the light at the end of the tunnel. I've never seen it, and I've never known anybody who's seen it. I think Rod did that day. From that time on, everything was a bonus. Everything was a bonus. And let me tell you, everything was a bonus to him after that. And he became one of the most successful players. Let me get you some stats while I got you here on Alex Garrett Podcasting and Alex Garrett on YouTube. Because, see, everybody wants to know the stats of Rod Jobert. What happened? Well, first, he was inducted into the Hall of Fame in 1982. He had a career all with the Rangers of 1,065 of games played, 1,021 points, 406 goals, 615 assists. In 1972, the year that they made that Stanley Cup run, He was on the All-Star team. He was awarded the Hart Memorial Trophy. He had 43 goals, 54 assists, and 73 games played. I mean, guys, he was the real deal. 
And he was inspired by that out-of-body experience. You have to believe that. To be lying there almost dead. Then his HUD coach, Emil Franz, says, come back to life. And he does. And then he does something amazing on the ice almost every night with Hadfield. Thanks to biography for that footage. Thanks to my dad for even mentioning that biography because it opened my eyes. Like, every day is a gift. 1,000% every day is a gift. Thank God I went, I was able to get to L.A. and then back safely, out there safely, see the family, my girlfriend, come back safely. Thank God. And another reason why this picture, once again, I'll show it to you. This picture with Roger Bear is very meaningful is because you don't know what's underneath this picture. But someone pointed out to me that underneath this picture at the Rangerstown 5K, I'm going to actually do a little slide down for you. At the Rangerstown 5K, I wore the number 343. And after some insight from my friend, turns out that 343 is the number of firefighters lost in 9-11. 9-11 lost 343 of our very fine, uh, finest. And brave, well, the bravest, as they call it. The New York's bravest. The FDNY. 343 firefighters. So why in God's name did he have me on this day wearing 343 at the Rangerstown 5K? No one will know. But I swear it's something to be grateful for. To be honoring, even if sub unintentionally honoring those lost on 9-11 at the Rangerstown 5K. You remember the firefighters that were on the ice, <coughs> the cops that were on the ice after 9-11 being honored. Mike Messier donning the firefighter's hat. I mean, those memories are priceless. But to carry that number around Flushing around Queens and then to stand in front of that very fire department in my Piazza shirt. See, Piazza, another guy that was part of this 20-year grief period by bringing us spirits lifted in 2001 with that homer against the Braves. To know how involved sports is, it feels like no accident that I would wear number 343. And so, on YouTube, you could see this, and on Instagram at AlexGNYC1. But that 343, I, I wonder, I have to research more if there's a 343 Firefighter Foundation. The number of firefighters lost on 9-11 that day. But then I looked at the wall in my house, and hanging there, was a medal that they gave out to all the participants of the Rangerstown 5, 5K, presented by North Ohio. So tonight on this podcast, and on Alex Garrett's vlog, I dedicate 
this. This Rangers Town 5K medal. To those that lost their lives 20 years ago as a firefighter. And of course everybody, but the 343, the firefighters that went into the blaze to try and save our 3,000 Americans. And those lost that day. I dedicate that medal to you. I dedicate it to the families of the loved ones lost on 9-11. 20 years later to know that I was, I love to run. But I inadvertently represented those who lost their lives that day. On 9-11, that's wild, I guess you'd say, but that's not random. That's God's order. And I'm, to be honest, processing what to do with that. But to the 343 firefighters who lost their lives on 9-11 that day, I wear that bib in honor of you. I wear that 343 in honor of you. Now, years later, is it right to dedicate? Sure. But that bib, that, that, this medal right here, dedicated to all those firefighters who lost their lives, trying to defend, trying to bring back to safety those innocent victims of 9-11, of terror on our soil 20 years ago. So to my friend Steve, thank you for bringing that insight in. It was like a wow moment. Because I just focus on the picture with Rod. And then there's something deeper. Way deeper. And maybe, just maybe, I will plant this Rangers Town 5K medal to the fire department as my thank you for all they have been doing for the city on 9-11, before that, beyond that, but most importantly for the 343 that lost their lives. This, this is for you. May God rest your souls 320 uh, years later. May God bless the fire department of New York 20 years later. May God bless America 20 years later as we approach the anniversary. Sports and 9-11 have had their connections. And so to carry that bib in my run, God bless it. Lord, I know you had a plan for that. And I will keep you posted on, on what actions follow next. But for now, I'm Alexander Garrett. Roger Bear, thank you. Thank you for being an incredible man. An incredible person.
incredible in the community. There's Mike Richter behind him, by the way. And for always brightening up the kids at Viscardi's night at sports night and anybody you ran into their day. You are a treasure in New York. And we will no doubt miss you. Not only at Rangerstown 5K, but all across New York City. Have a good evening, and we'll talk to you very, very soon on Alex Garrett Podcast.